0: It's that money boy. Uh, uh.
1: We played them in the third game. Everybody played three quarters. The Bears are who we thought they were. That's why we took the damn field. Now, if you want to crown them, then crown their ass. But they are who we thought they were. And we let them off the hook.
0: Which was twenty-six and seven. Uh, over $15,000 profit uh, without the help of Scott. Thank you, Scott. Big steak dinner on the way. Gift cards coming your way.
1: Send it FedEx.
0: Uh, For those uh, second half lines against Philadelphia, which cashed again last night. Uh, As we, you know, are on this ridiculous roll that makes this again the greatest podcast of all time, since we have a process to pick the hardest sport to pick. Right, this is supposedly the hardest sport to pick, and um, we're making a mockery of it.
1: Yes. <laughs> Listen, I had that second half line all the way picked out for Washington, Philadelphia last yeah. night. You got to be. Sometimes you got to be lucky. Then be good. And, right. and that was great, and that was huge for us. So that second he, half, he that watched
0: expected, right? Because you know, uh, I really doubt the the quarterbacking skills of Jalen Hurts. Yeah, on average, he's better than most. He's better than me if I went out there and tried. But on average, uh his quarterbacking skills aren't that great. So, yeah,
1: there was some luck involved. But we kind of predicted that kind of situation was going to happen. Yeah, and as I told you pre-show, I lost a fantasy uh game last night by 0.5 points because of that play but i won my bet because washington got it in the end zone for a touchdown and, and cashed the second half line so i'll take the money <laughs> i'll take the money so um it was a it was a, a really good week for us again this is about this is i think this three straight weeks now we, we've had in the six mid 60s to high 60s and you had a phenomenal week in terms of, of your, your stuff. So congrats to you, and the podcast is on is on fire, and I hope people are listening to what we're talking about because it, it's been really good, so.
0: Right. It, you know, I'm supposed to know stuff about management. <laughs> so really, the, everybody on the podcast should be doing as well as I'm doing.
1: Yes. So yep.
0: My job is to get everybody to do as well as we can. Chats out there hustling you uh, might join us later to, to figure out the discrepancies, right, to make sure yeah. that, because uh, that's part of the co- collaboration, is sharing information, so we all make money.
1: Absolutely. Uh, mm-hmm.
0: First game, Chad and yourself had Atlanta money line over 42, and I had, uh, and there's a lot that went into this pick, really. Mm-hmm. Uh, charlotte i had charlotte carolina yeah. <laughs> uh plus a three and a half under 42 and a half and the read a couple things right uh one's pure <clears throat> math. i'm gonna explain the logic for my pick because this one again uh chad and scott and scott and, and chad don't talk before the podcast right
1: no nope. no we do not
0: so Uh, And it was a tough pick, right? And there's a lot of lessons to be learned from this pick. Number one, I did my research. I read the Charlotte uh, Observer. And I read the Atlanta Journal. Now, I take advantage of this. Even though I can pay the $15 a month and, you know, take it off my taxes because, you know, related to work, right? I was a wealth manager. But you can get it for... 99 cents for the next six months, which covers the football season, right? <laughs> you can read the, the beat writers of these teams. So I did that. Red did corporate governance, right? So in finance, anything that's two or more is complicated. So it's complicated making an NFL pick because it's two or more factors involved they have to yeah. put together, right? So you look yeah. at the corporate governance, you look at uh, Wilkes. You look at the fact that they had played and you put in revenge theory. So uh, analytics does not work in football. And I even have a guy like Joe Thomas agrees with me.
1: Yeah,
0: That, that it doesn't work. But key statistics do work and you have to watch out for them in certain situations. Yeah. Never just use the statistic blindly. Research it, but you, you factor it in so i factored in the fact that it was a high scoring game last time Then mm-hmm. the carolina defensive coaches want to keep their jobs in the nfl a guy like steve wilkes has been in the nfl for 12, 20 years so he knows he keeps his job by analyzing what atlanta did and keeping the score down this time and then telling his offense to kind of protect the defense is the plan that steve wilkes came up with uh the law of opposites, it's in math, right? So we use a lot of math, and in this one we use the law opposite. And Scott's like me in the fact that we're contrarian. When everybody's going one way, we that most of the time it's just set Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and you're going to have to go the other way. Pure math, yeah. people use pure math. That's the law of opposites. That you use in investing, you uh, buy low, sell high. Like oh, Bitcoin yeah Bitcoin I bought it at ten, and I sold it at sixty, and I'm waiting for it to go down back to ten again. I'll buy it and then sell it at sixty again. <laughs> you buy low, sell high. You do the opposite of when people right people are selling stocks now. This is when you buy the right. Ones. Uh, so Carolina was low stock. Remember, I hate analytics teams. They don't know what they're doing. But using pure math. You think they're going to go the other way, and then Wilkes is trying to not use analytics, but while lying to the owner that he is using analytics. <laughs> so you take all that into consideration, and then Home Depot stock is down. You're like, okay, what does that have to do with Atlanta Falcons? Well, the owner of the Atlanta Falcons was the owner of Home Depot. He's still pretty much the majority, but he is in a divorce And they want to take the wife, the wife, seven years, eight years, wants to take him for everything he's got. Right. So the team is now in a trust. In a trust means that a trust manager, they cannot be uh, whatever his name is, Arthur Blank. can't be Arthur Blank. None of these people. So these people are bankers. They're not football people. So they say, okay, uh, the biggest expense there is in any business is what? Labor costs. Right. That means that Atlanta's not going to get backups and they're not gonna pay for high price back- like uh, uh 49ers very irresponsible to pay Garoppolo a backup quarterback the highest paid salary in the history of backups right
1: mm-hmm.
0: And that's the York family your family a lot of money they'll overspend Atlanta's not doing that 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 that, uh, that trust, fund manager, he's not going to pay the highest price ever for a backup, right? So Carolina has depth. So Atlanta doesn't have depth. On a Thursday night, and we know that home teams on a Thursday night win 80% of the time. Yes. Yeah. So I go, okay, taking all that into consideration, Carolina plus 3.5, under 42.5, because it's Steve Wilkes wants to keep the game under control, right? He wants yes. to do his adjustments he made. The score doesn't get out of control. And give me Carolina three and a half under 42. So I was right, 2-0. Why did you, and, and this is what we learned, right? We learned from our mistakes. Yep. Uh, we'll yep. ask Chad if tomorrow, She doesn't come out here tonight. Uh, what was your thinking in Atlanta in thinking over 42?
1: So... I, too, did some research on this, and, and I saw that Carolina against the run was a little bit less than middle of the pack, which right. means they were, they were toward the back of the pack. Atlanta's game plan is to run the ball. Kyle Pitts has one good game in five, usually, right. because he's, he's asked to block, because he's a really good blocking tight end. Right. The rookie Drake London has not been at all so They've they run the ball a lot. Atlanta's a top 10 team in running the ball. That was one. Number two is I think that Atlanta against Carolina last time take out saved that, that mid to late fourth quarter that Carolina put on them. You know, was, was playing really well in running the ball and, and taking up clock and doing all that stuff. And for whatever reason, the Atlanta coaching staff decided to throw the ball a little bit more. That does not factor into their their thinking as a team, offensive team. You know, Mario right. has been chirping off about how he's got to get the ball to pits. He's been chirping off about how he's got to throw the ball a little bit more, how he's got to look like an NFL quarterback. And that's to the detriment of their offense. So I think Carolina had the momentum against Atlanta, and I overlooked that a little bit because – or what they did in the fourth quarter. They lost the game, yes. They came into this game 2-7, and yes. But they had some offensive momentum, and they carried it into this game. Deontay Foreman's a very good running back for them. Fits their style perfectly. He had a really good game. P.J. Walker didn't have to throw the ball a lot, which goes to Carolina's game plan. Defense and run the ball. And they were at home. And I and I didn't factor that in as much as I should have. So that to me is a bad pick. friends the
0: the rest. Yeah, too. the rest, especially with what's going now. That's why it's very important, right? Uh, you never want to get involved in politics, but you have to pay attention to research politics. So politics doesn't get involved with you. Yeah. Knowing the, the laws and what we talk about in the offseason between selective prosecution and what's illegal, it's unethical. It's unethical for the refs to uh, favor a team on a Thursday night games. Yes. yes. It's not illegal. Make a bad call. Right? And there's too much money involved. There's just way too much money involved for them not to act in a way that makes the league more money. Right. Because you right. Think than we do. They make $16 billion. We're like, oh, that's enough to live forever. You can relax. No, they want more. They want more. They want more power. They want more money. And there's things going on behind the scenes that we don't know about that we might never know about. But if they right. do come out, suddenly 16000000000 billion doesn't look that much anymore when you have to pay out $30 billion in fraud. Its-
1: yeah. yeah. And, and to your point about Atlanta and Arthur Blank, remember before the season started, they traded Matt Ryan to right. Indianapolis and they signed a cheaper starter. Corbin. Why? Because Arthur Blank was headed down this path in terms of financial uh, responsibility right. to divorce case, all this other stuff. So
0: happening, which is half of the of problems.
1: Right. So it is very surprising that Atlanta is even in this division race very surprising because of what's going on with the, with the owner but you don't pay for backups you don't pay for practice squad players you don't pay right. for you know you don't pay you're not know, high high-end travel costs because you're trying to save costs so that's why Calvin Ridley got traded because they didn't want to pay his exorbitant fee so he got right. traded so right now yeah. so
0: yeah so this was In this situation, because Carolina's in the same boat, David Tepper uh, is a hedge fund manager, and he had $25 billion in assets. If he bought a company, what's the first thing he does? He fires everybody. He lowers the the labor cost. Yep. And that's what he's doing in Carolina. This is supposed to be his retirement job. Uh, But it's far from that, because he's working here full-time and then working his other job. Full time, which he lied about. He said he was going to quit, it, but he didn't. Right, so there was a big game for him at home for his friends yes. and all that. So yep. he had they were, they were ready to go. So absolutely. So this was uh, Carolina. It, it, we'll get chat's thinking on that because we'll uh, correct it. Yep. Um, and right here, I don't know if you can see it. But this is a valuation of Home Depot. Yeah. Uh, Home Depot is worth... Let's see here. Home Depot is worth $319 billion. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: Right. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. And... Uh, Big chunk of that used to be Arthur Smith. Now he has half of it. <laughs> now he has half of it, and now the team that he loves that he overspent to get it to a Super Bowl, where Brady broke his heart, now they're not letting him. It's a, it's about power, right? They want power. I yeah. like Arthur Smith. And, and you a, know what? So like, oh, your baby here, we're not going to get let you have backups. You're going to lose on a short week to Carolina.
1: And you know what? Ozzie Blank is totally happy going eight, and nine, nine, and eight. Being right. competitive, and that's right. exactly where Atlanta's headed right now. So he's right. he's a happy owner. So Tampa Bay, you've been
0: all over Tampa Bay. Uh they just want to win the last three games of the season, get in the playoffs and get on a roll. Because yeah. we're seeing with these other teams, Carolina, uh owned by a hedge fund manager, right? Technical analysis, Atlanta in a divorce situation. Yep. And then New Orleans is sort of in there. The gold digging wife got the team, Laurie Benson.
1: Yeah. She
0: yeah. owns the owns team. I don't know. Who knows? I, I got to research more into that about them. But, again, it's a family-owned team owned by the gold digger at this point. The very young. I think Benson was in his 90s. She was in her 40s when they got married. <laughs> yeah. And now she's the owner of the team. <laughs> he died. He's the owner. How does that happen, right? The kids are very upset. Uh, Tampa Bay. Uh, you had Seattle plus three. Um, yeah, had had Tampa Bay money line. This is the most watched NFL game. Uh, we're seeing through our sources from c- credentialed NFL writers. You go <laughs> to a portal; they're telling you that that Germany game was the most watched TV game of all times, 6.30 in the morning, here at 9.30 because of Tom Brady and everything else going on. Um, exactly what it is. I felt, I felt that it was going to be uh, Tampa Bay just because they have better overall talent. I think it showed in the first quarter, first half, Vida Bea, Devontae, uh, not Devontae, but um, Vida Bea, uh, Devin White. Juante mm-hmm. Davis, who I'm thinking about. And then Carlton Davis, the third in the back end, being yeah. able to lock down Metcalf. Gave him an early advantage. Uh, Seattle did a good job. They got there a day earlier than the Rams. Uh, Pete Carroll went all out. Now, this is a different situation here. Seattle is owned by the, again, another very savvy Air Paul Allen, yeah, Paul Allen's sister. He's dead. His sister, sister, dead. Sister. His is she she used to go to the games happy go lucky fan now? She's just going to the team, and uh, they're getting on her because she doesn't know anything and she's not really engaged. and They were trying to force her to fire Pete Carroll, yeah. And Pete Carroll says, No, 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 no. I don't make all the decisions, go talk to Schneider. Schneider said, what? Are you kidding me? I'll bring out emails. I got the text of who's making the decisions Then uh Carol apologized for everybody for lying again. Because almost every word that comes out of Pete Carroll's mouth is a lie. That is it was true. True. So he apologized for lying to everybody and says, I'll meet with her. He met with her. He convinced her to give him another chance that he was going to change, and he has changed. And they went all okay. out. They They went out. They had a a team go out there and recreate the the Seattle training facilities so the f- players would feel comfortable. And that's, I think, why they were closing this game. Uh, Tampa Bay has more talent. They kind of came out with more because they had to win this game. Uh, not as much as the Wolves in the playoffs, not as much as Scott's noting they'll do the last three games of the season, but they put some extra stuff that Seattle hadn't seen on film. Yeah. That edge in that game and to win it like we thought we were. And then uh, we all got this one right. Since it was two defensive coaches going against each other who have won Super Bowls,
1: this game's is going under. What do you Absolutely. Think? So the, the trend for this year has been any losing team that is favored over any winning team. Does not cover. Right. Tampa Bay was given three points. Tampa Bay has turned the corner because of that win against the Rams. So clearly, what they needed to do was get that winning feeling back again. Right. And then they're going to take off on a run. What I saw from Tampa Bay before the Rams game was wide receivers with no separation, um, Brady struggling for whatever reason, because the offensive line most of the, most of the time you but- get pressure in his face. That has all changed, shifted. That's all gone from one face to the other. I just thought Seattle offensively could do some things against Tampa, against Tampa that w- was going to cause them problems. And at times they did, but for the most part they didn't. And Tampa Bay finally started getting separation. Mike Evans was not a factor. Godwin had a good game. Leonard Fournette had a decent game. The Rashad White had a good game. Right. And as you said two weeks ago, they are now starting to get Keyshawn Vaughn, their third running back, involved in the game. You go. And right. you called that. And you call that. So, um,
0: Well, I did my – you know, it, it might now last forever. Yeah. But right now we have sources where we can do reporting. So I actually yeah. got that from a source. Yep. Unnamed source. Dick from the Planner Institute. One of my professors. I see him all the time. Roy Peter Clark. He writes great books. If you want to pick up a really good book, pick up a book by Roy Peter Clark. I spent a whole summer listening to that guy. Very, very, very good professor. I use his things to this day. So I have some reporting shots. And, you know, the Banks family. Micah, who we've had on the podcast, Don Banks. Yep. Who is in the Pro Football Hall of Fame? So had good, yeah. I've had, yeah. I've had good mentors as far as uh, being a reporter and yep. technically yep. not one. i in mean, wealth management, but we use whatever skills we have in Absolutely. order to get as much information as possible to pick these games. So what yeah. Scott just talked about was information I got from a, a source.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, um, uh... So I've, I've rethought myself on Tampa Bay right now. I, I, I think they're they're the team that's about to go on a run. So to me, this was a bad pick uh, and bad luck because I I, I thought that Seattle would, would do some things against them, and they didn't, for, for, for the most part, it's a bad pick. Uh, but again, I've rethought myself on Tampa Bay. I th- right. I think did the, I think they're the team in the NFC that's going to go on a run here and be hot going into the playoffs. I just think right. that's going to be the case. So that's my thoughts on that.
0: No, one hundred percent, one hundred percent. And again, we go bad pick or bad luck. So once you, most people can't admit when they're wrong, right?
1: Yeah,
0: I feel know. the humiliation, the, the disappointment, the anger, the despair of being right. You have to feel all those things. So You mm-hmm. don't make those mistakes and you kind of and that's why our analysis is better than most analysis. Right. Major NFL analysis, because we're dealing with reality and not PR, right? Uh, mm-hmm. we're not, you know, in the fantasy world of Mark Davis saying that Josh McDaniels is doing a great job. We can't go on that let <laughs> me pick the Raiders because uh <laughs> Josh McDaniels is doing a great job. <laughs> you can't do that, and you know, guys that report on the NFL. They can't do that either. They they have to say, oh, yeah, uh, we have to go with what he's saying, right? Like the Raiders, blah, blah, blah. I, I got the Raiders, blah, blah, blah. They're going to win this week based on what Mark Davis says. He's doing a good job. They're going to bounce back. You know what I'm saying? We don't, we don't have to do that. We we have to make sure we have Christmas presents and, and and we keep our relationships with our wives by winning and having them be able to share in the, the money. Yes. Other yes.
1: Way. Yes. All happy wife, right? happy life.
0: Exactly. So, Chicago on the money line. Uh, we picked that. Uh, and we changed it though. We changed it on the live stream.
1: Yes, we did. Yes, and we did.
0: Who could listen to the podcast?
1: Yes, we did. Uh,
0: reiterated that we picked Detroit plus three. So, Agent Rob's given again the other pick, right? We talked about, uh, the third string uh, running back, right. I only know that because of people who, you know, sources I have. Uh, Detroit. We get Detroit games right because of Angel Rob, and we got a high awareness of Detroit. We got and it then, right. Plus three over the
1: forty-eight. For some reason, on the spreadsheet we had a Chicago money line. You I think that. we originally picked it, and then we changed it on the live stream. And I don't, right. I don't know if we put it, we updated it on the on the spreadsheet, but.
0: Yeah, because it um, kind of edged on the podcast because people who listen to the podcast, they all reported, oh, you guys got Detroit plus three. So I'm going to listen again, but I know that for sure on the live stream, we were Detroit plus three all the
1: way. Here is a pick that nobody made besides us. Sorry, Everybody sorry. was on Chicago. Why? Detroit hasn't won a road game under Dan Campbell, the head coach. Right. Detroit does not play well outside in the cool colder weather. Right. Nobody picked Detroit. I don't I didn't hear one person that went with Detroit except for us. Right. So kudos to us. Kudos to Agent Rob, who again said he liked that Detroit pick. So yeah. you know we, we nailed it completely on that game. So
0: good job by us and, and you know, yes. and that goes very well for the future. You got eight <laughs> more weeks. Yep. And nothing lasts forever, so you never know anything. So we got uh, eight more weeks to monetize this particular season that we've worked very, very hard to figure it out. There's not a getting focus, not betting NBA, <laughs> not betting hockey, fishing <laughs> out the regular uh, NFL season right now. and college, because college, uh, we take it to the next level. The next couple weeks here, heading yep. into championship weekend and then the uh, bowl week. And I'll talk to you too, uh, Scott. If you want to be on the um, on the bowl games, yeah, I'll do podcast. it.
1: I'll absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> He's just absolutely. Come, almost kind of thinking
0: NFL it, games. <laughs> We'll we'll sign games and conferences to people and then, uh, yeah. Okay. No, that's fine. I love bowl season. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, very exciting there. Because I know Chad Chad will be in that. And uh, we we also have a secret weapon that we can't announce. It's going to be happening. (laughs) (laughs) So, good times
1: ahead. He should be in darkness and silhouettes if he's on the (laughs) podcast.
0: We'll be on the podcast, but we'll use the information. Okay, Bloomberg makes sixty-nine million dollars with information, so we 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 got really good information. Okay. Uh, Buffalo plus three. Yeah, we changed that on the live stream. Yes, we did. <laughs> yes, we did. Foolish
1: people. So,
0: Foolish yeah, no, our record is actually better than I said because uh, that we, we did it on the podcast. We said, okay, wait. We got to hear in the notes, wait. Right.
1: Yeah, because we didn't know about Josh Allen.
0: Yeah, Jason did a great job, man. He's putting it on there. Wait, read on Josh Allen. But there was a lot of things going on in this game. You know, uh, we, again, and this hit me, didn't hit me hard. I, I I talked about it on the last podcast or the last Hawthorne effect. That You mm-hmm. watch one hour of CNN and then you turn CNN off and you watch an hour of Fox. You're going to get completely different information. Yeah. And with the truth is in the middle. That's why we have it on mute. That's why you watch with your eyes. And we watched with our eyes that Josh Allen is hurt.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: And from way before I mentioned last season that his attitude, which I love, right, which I oh. loved it when he was with, um, Wyoming. Um, Wyoming. it with Wyoming. Wyoming, doesn't translate to the NFL, right? It doesn't change late to the fact that he's on a really good team that has uh, long-term aspirations. He did great in the playoffs last year you know, lost him to shootout in Kansas City so you're looking for a similar season in the in the you know and they're um, they're threatening people with a <laughs> with a stadium but the man yeah. is hurt the man should not be on the field that was reiterated when we saw him last week his shoulder isn't right uh he's throwing it weird he's yeah. throwing regular passes He's throwing a waist iron on him or whatever because he has severe damage to his shoulder. And some things we don't know, right? So he was doing 15 design runs last year. And Dorsey cut it down, but he's taking off anyways and lowering his shoulder and trying to run people over. And then after that interception, he uh, tackles the guy with his shoulder and then completely laid out, (laughs) right? So... That man should not be on the field in a mid-season game when you have a capable backup.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: The man needed a rest. The man needs probably two, three weeks of rest and then bring him back for the playoff run. But, you know, we don't care. We don't care if it's right or right. We're just going to analyze the situation and make money off this game as we did with Minnesota Plus. I did Minnesota Plus 7, 7.5 was a gift. Yeah.
1: Yeah, I mean, we said it on the on the live stream. Five yeah. fifteen, I'm on another show. Okay, on a on a AFC East roundtable. Right. Yeah. It's announced he's set to start. That spread went from three and a half to six and a half in seven hours. Seven hours. We said in the live stream, if you didn't bet it already, don't bet it. Because if most people are gonna go side with Buffalo, and that yeah. was a fool, and that was a fool's bet, and sure enough, we were 100 right on the live stream. It was a fool's bet. If you yeah. took Buffalo because Josh Allen was starting, you didn't do your research, you didn't look at look at it scientifically and objectively, right. and we did, and we did. When a spread goes that high, that crazy, in seven hours, I will always go the other way. Always, always, and take Minnesota
0: because I'm not going with everybody. Because it goes back to my buddy Victor. My buddy Victor was, was you know, obviously he was happy because him and I collaborate on picks. You know, he's in there in Arizona now, the new casinos. He says now they're looking at him weird because he's catching all these tickets. But he was laughing <laughs> because he was saying when that happens, it used to be that you would think there was a the mafia. There was Tony Soprano. Yeah. Pushing the line one way
1: to go the other way himself. (laughs) Yeah, and and understand this. Okay. Josh Allen has made poor decisions the last three weeks. And what is Buffalo's record in the last three weeks? One and two. Right. He's not healthy. He's making poor decisions. If Buffalo is a favorite in a big, big a favorite with a big number. I'm tending to go the other way because right. he's not healthy and he's going to make a very poor decision at some point in the game that's going to cost his team to cover the spread, right?
0: Yeah, no, the other thing is that they've been on national TV several times, yeah,
1: and, and, they're and they're coming TV up again, ESPN, on PM,
0: right? And Disney, Disney needs money, right? It's yeah. ESPN's in trouble, ESPN, you know, uh, because of Disney. And consolidation because people have yeah. many subscriptions. Our subscriptions are paid by betting money, <laughs> right? Wife wants Disney plus. I want ESPN plus. Yeah. Well, you know, uh, paid by betting dogs. But most people aren't have that extra income coming in. They have many subscriptions. So they, okay. Which subscription are we getting off? Oh, we're charging more people more money because we got ESPN. Uh, ESPN, Disney can't directly deal and be a bookie. But they're going to have contracts with casinos and bookies. <laughs> they, they're not, they're getting to work, literally. They need to work need with to the casino.
1: Yeah. yeah. Right? Exactly. Uh,
0: Agreed. We, we're not against the casinos, right? But we, we work on the model like a win. Where you take the money you win from the sports book, you buy something else. You buy a Tesla uh, on your way out of of the wind, right? Uh, That's our market. Yep. Right? But the -the run-of-the-mill casino, they don't like us. (laughs) Right? You know, they can have pictures on the wall of us. Hey, you see this guy come in here, immediately call security. (laughs) 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 Are you allowed to let this guy he can play craps, which is twenty percent. He can go to poker, but he can't come here and place uh, a sports bet, right? Because he's gonna come out, come out of here with both the money out of here.
1: Right. So- you have you have to realize, okay? Me, I say this jokingly, but I I do it when everybody's going one way, I right. go the other way, and why is that? Because everybody's not going to be right. I mean, a spread never they're in, a telling you was like this coins in seven hours. Never. No, and they're telling you this for
0: a reason. And the line is changing. You don't know if it's market driven because you're no. not seeing the numbers. Exactly.
1: Exactly. 100%. Yeah,
0: they show you the spreadsheet and they show you who's betting what and how they do it, like if they do in the in the NASDAQ and the New York Stock Exchange. Okay. But they're not doing that. So if they're not doing yeah. that, Adam Smith, great economist, tells us, Yon Must says, read the Adam Smith book, right? People act in their self-interest, and what they want is the sports better to equal craps, which is 20%. So they're influencing 80% of the people to bet Buffalo. Yeah, exactly.
1: Exactly. What do we do?
0: We go the other way, then we cash the ticket.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. And Chad and Chad said he he picked the Vikings,
0: right?
1: As soon as he saw that spread going up, he picked the Vikings. He said, "Got it." No so, smart man, smart man, smart smart man, a man, man that's listening to us. Yes, yep. Uh,
0: here's my trend of that. Where even though I did well, you, you have to look at picks I got lucky, right? Um. Versus picks, there were good picks, and then uh, 20% luck factor It worked against me.
1: Yeah. Uh, let me make sure what was the score that Miami gave? Miami 39 16 or 39 17, something like that. I know Miami scored 39, right? So, all of us went under
0: 49. That yeah. was a, a, a bad pick by me. And all of my underpicks were bad.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: All my my underpicks were bad. Uh, Las Vegas, Indianapolis, that was a bad pick. Because it was under 43, and I know that 45 is the average of an NFL game. So yeah. I should have gone over 43.
1: Me too. For that game. For that Me
0: game. In, in the Miami game. And Miami got the second half line. Uh, Cleveland, you know, uh, they exhausted themselves on Monday night. So we all got that right.
1: It was just a total we got wrong. Any thoughts on that? Yeah, bad pick because we, we say it – if we've said it once, we've said it a thousand times. Teams in the second half in the heat wilt. And if that happens, Miami's going to go crazy scoring.
0: And it happened.
1: And, and we didn't we didn't listen to ourselves basically. So – Right. We, second, we looked at the game and we said there's no way Cleveland's going to run the ball. It's going to stay under because Cleveland's going to hold the ball for a long time. Right. Didn't happen. Cleveland did not run the ball effectively. I think we said that they were going to be uh, neutralized running the ball. And uh and they wilted their defense completely wilted in the second half. Miami just just went crazy in the, in the fourth in, quarter.
0: And so. Miami's coach is a young guy, offensive yes. guy. He yep. did not uh left the pedal off the metal like Andy Reed does. He kept scoring. He kept scoring
1: yeah. and scoring and scoring. We, uh, but we, I like that. We, I like that. I like a guy that does that, coach that does that. Stop me if you can. We're gonna keep scoring. Stop me if you can. If you yeah. can't we're gonna score. So and, and this is the problem with uh Andy Reed and
0: Belichick and Carroll, they've been in the league so long. That basically they sh- they should charge half price for the first ten games of the season they are scrimmages, right? They're not doing their best. They're yes. hiding plays. They're plotting. You know what I mean? Yep. Um, we make money off that with the unders in those situations. And I'm not Agreed. covering big because they're hiding things for later on in the season. Which, Agreed. you know, salesmen think short-term, businessmen and women think long-term. They're always thinking long-term. That's why they've been at that job for 30 years <laughs> because they've been thinking long-term from the
1: beginning. So that's just the way they yeah. think. We take advantage of their thinking to make money. You know, I'll give you a trend tomorrow night on the Patriots when we talk about the Patriots Jets game. So nice that I that I like. So nice, nice that, that the Jets. That was
0: a good pick by all of us. Was the Jets? The Jets,
1: uh, you know, being able to cover that. I think it was last week. No, it was two weeks. Yeah, two weeks ago they didn't play last week. They on yeah. by with the Patriots. So one bad pick. Uh, was overestimating
0: the Detroit Broncos offense. Yeah, I know. We, th- we thought they could score more than 10 points. They can't. No. Or they don't want to. Who knows what's going on there? They're owned by the Walmart family. Two teams are owned by the Walmart family, which I wouldn't have allowed, but it's going on uh, Denver and the Rams. And again, remember the Rams had to pay uh, eight hundred million dollars in fraud, right? Because Cronky fraudulently, uh, not so that's a clear case. We know Roger Adult's involved in fraud. Yes. Yeah. They lost the lawsuit. Uh, you and I would be in jail for thirty years. They just have to pay money <laughs> nine hundred million dollars. Cronky <throat> tried to get the owners to pay ten million each. Because Goodell was involved, and they're like, no, 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 you're going to have to pay all of it. So, believe me, the Rams aren't going to have backups for a long time. Um, yeah. It's a bad pick. So, bad luck or bad pick, that was a bad pick.
1: We're talking about Denver? Denver. Bad pick. <laughs> That's all I'm yeah. going to say. They can't score. They can't score. Okay. Their defense is playing lights out. We We're all over them on the under because their That's defense. Bad controls the game, and, and lets us play, right. lets us pick the under. Their defense has got to be getting ticked off their offense. Russell Wilson, most overpaid quarterback right now in the NFL. He just is not good. It could be the system. could be the system. You know, it's it's probably the system with him. But he's just not – he threw an 86-yard touchdown pass to a guy, and he didn't do anything the rest of the game. So didn't
0: go back to that play again. You know, no, they didn't, right? They play like that, you go back to that play, exactly. and that's like other things. They didn't do any of that
1: exactly. In Tennessee, Derrick Henry had a very poor game for him, right. So, they did their defense, did what we all thought they were going to do, which is which is neutralize Tennessee. But their offense, again, as you said, can't score, they're the lowest, lowest uh, point per game offense in the NFL, so. <laughs> It's gonna be a tough week to pick them because they're playing the Raiders this week, but I regress. <laughs> they just can't score. They can't score. Right. They, they just cannot score. They scored 21 against Jacksonville. That that is probably gonna be their high mark for the rest of the year, 21. So I'm just bad pick. I'm I'm just I overestimated the Broncos before the year started. I thought they would be a good team, and they're not. So
0: well, they have a great defense, it's a great defense. Absolutely, so, you know, absolutely. absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolutely. you know, you give up one play and the game's over, unfortunately for them, because their offense yep. is so bad. And you see yeah. the other thing off a of bye, you thought they were three or something out. You
1: know how they, you know how the adage is, if you have three quarterbacks, you have none, right? If you have three running backs, you have none. And that's what yeah. Denver has yeah. three running backs. They have none. They have no running game. So they're one dimensional team and Russell Wilson's terrible right now. And the coach isn't creative because now it's midseason. You you
0: don't have a running game. The creative right uh, yep. have whoever on a jet sweep, Jerry Judy or somebody jet sweep or, or short passing game replaces the running game. They, they're not doing anything. I,
1: I will I will tell you this: the Denver Broncos front office thought Aaron Rodgers was going to be their quarterback this year because of this coach came from Green Bay. That's why they hired him because they, they thought he could get Aaron Rodgers in a trade to Denver. When that didn't work, they panicked. And they traded for Russell Wilson and they paid him $250 million. So they're suffering from the panic right now. Big time.
0: So. Right. And if you looked at Aaron Rodgers last game, he's calling his own plays. Yes. Yeah. So these guys never really ever called any plays because and Rodgers calls his own plan. He was screaming on the floor for messing up his flow in the play calling.
1: <laughs> yeah, and he should have. He should have. You,
0: should have. <laughs> you know? and, you know, it looks like, I'm sorry, man, I'm sorry, man, blah, blah, blah. why don't I call a play him? The head coach is, like, I don't care yeah. who you are. Another team, uh, I don't know, I think this is bad luck because Vegas could have won that game. Again, it's unbelievable. a team that doesn't have a coach. Everybody inside, outside of the organization, feels that Jeff Saturday is it's a joke. Matt Ryan, man, that that run he had, man, what lack of hustle! They're just letting Matt Ryan, old man who can barely run, He's an old
1: running. guy, right
0: <laughs> You know, nobody's hustling to go get him. You know, he he actually uh, got tired and ran into a Raider guy. <laughs> he was looking for a Raider guy.
1: They're like, all standing there laughing at him, watching him run.
0: Right, <laughs> yeah. So let me, let me see the the Colts. Um, were six out of eleven on third down, four hundred and fifteen net total yards, two hundred and seven yards rushing, right? Yeah. Uh, Average per play is six point nine yards a carry. So when you see numbers like this, you gotta know how to read them. Uh there's no way an NFL team should give up 270 yards, Rush.
1: No way, no way.
0: No way an NFL team should no give way. up six point nine yards a carry.
1: Now, and then go ahead. Go ahead. I'll I'll say my piece after.
0: Yeah, yeah. This is the last piece of it, right? Remember yeah. how we talk on the podcast. We look at participation charts. Mm-hmm. Cheap teams that have their starters also on special teams. and give you the case study of Blake Martinez, <laughs> right? Blake Martinez, rich kid from Stanford. He has Spanish family. Rich kid from Stanford. All American Stanford. He does not need to play in the NFL. This kid was born pretty much independently wealthy. He's made millions of dollars in the NFL. He's invested well. He makes more off his investments than he does in his salary in the NFL. So, what happened? He plays 91% of the snaps in New Orleans and Jacksonville, and 100% of the snaps on special teams. And you know, what and he you did? know he goes tired. exactly he goes to Dr. Jones. He says, "F you, man!" Fuck bye, you. <laughs> bye. I'm not putting my body through this for what? For smart man, three.
1: smart man, smart man.
0: So he got, is- out of, he got the hell out of dodge. That should have been my clue to pick Carolina. The Colts. I mean, the
1: Colts. The Colts.
0: I don't, I don't know. It's hard to pick the Colts United to win because the Colts are doing the same thing.
1: So, they don't have any players either. So, it's a bad pick for me, first no. of all. S- first of all, uh, Jeff Saddie is a head coach. R- really? Really? The, that's, not, that's not the solution, number one. Even though they won the game. Right. Number two, you have a starting quarterback. I watched Derek Carr's press conference after the game. You have a starting quarterback that's crying in the press conference, that's swaying back and forth on the podium, that's calling out his teammates because they don't have passion, That is, says, I will fight for the Raiders. I love it here. I wish some of the guys would, do, would, would feel the same way. Right. Bad move totally bad move because now as we've said many times in this podcast and this show business decisions are going to be made in these games for sure right okay josh mcdaniels is not a head coach never has been never will be he's a coordinator at best he he is taking money and laughing because right. he he knows in his brain he's not a head coach. And right. that team on the field shows it. They just are not disciplined. They do not do the right thing. Their defense is awful. They did not address their defense much right. in the offseason. They got Chandler Jones from the Cardinals. Yes. Great move. Great move. I, I'll say it's a great move. They got Devonte Adams. Great move. Okay, Hunter Renfro's not showing up this year. Darren Wall's not showing up this year. okay? Matt Collins is your second best option in the passing game. Josh Jacobs had a phenomenal year better than everybody expected. It's a bad pick. I, I can't I said it a couple of weeks ago. I'll say it again. I don't know if I could put my money toward the Raiders at, again this year. They're going to Denver this week. <laughs> I don't I can't pick I can't pick the Raiders. They are a dis- dysfunctional family right now. In they're, not score. they're not scoring Denver, so they're gonna get shut out.
0: Yeah. So get the under now. So now we're making picks in the Hawthorne effect.
1: Yeah. Gonna, w- right now. It's gotta be the under. The under it, it's like 30. I was just looking at the things as we pre-show. <laughs> it's, it's like it's like in the 30s right now. Right. Uh it, it's it is. I got it right here. Wait a minute. Uh no, 41 and a half right now. Ooh, that's too high. Yeah. No neither, way. neither team. neither team is getting to 20. Neither team can get 20. Never can has score. they can they can score 10 points. Exactly. Exactly. So, points. Right. So to me, you have to, as a better, you have right. to quote unquote prey on the Raiders dysfunctionality. Well then not and no it, look at the depth. Look at look at look at the and in depth, is, yeah. Blake Martinez, big part of the team, playing a lot of snaps, special teams and defense. Just <laughs> retires. Just goes into McDaniels and says, you know what, coach? I'm done. This no, but he's he from a business uh, business
0: family. And yeah. he was business. He's like, I'm not going to pay. He told them, I'm not. They gave, they gave him an option. This is the problem. is the arrogance. McDaniels really does think he's belishy. He's trying Absolutely. To act like he's belishy. He sure does. And, and he's disrespecting the fans. Because I'll give, uh, you know, John McKay did this. And even Bell doing it a little bit and even satan's doing it a little bit after not doing it for many years if you are going to suck and you're making millions of dollars at least be entertaining yes yes and i mean he's like a robot corporate speak clichés right in in the management part of it right and, and i'll let you yeah uh um, I'd like to hear your thoughts, chat uh, Scott. After I make this one observation off the participation okay. chart. Yeah. Uh, right here had red right in front of me. Yeah. Right. Las Vegas Riggers, right? To Martinez's point. He said, Hey, listen, I'm not gonna pay 91% of the snaps and hundred percent of special teams. Yeah. Do something here. You got the money, you know, put somebody uh a linebacker here. Uh, Agreed, and and the other thing is is that's that we seventy two percent of the snaps, fifty seven percent of the special team snaps,
1: and the other thing that we mentioned before the year is they cut a number one pick on their offensive line, right? Leatherly. They cut him, Leatherly. and like, and ten days ago he cut another guy they drafted in the first round, right? Well, Abrams. Yeah, so these these are all Belichick moves that you're doing, but there's one exception. You're not Belichick. You <laughs> exactly. don't have the respect of the locker room. Right. Play say your Derek Carr says, oh, I love Josh, I love the coaching staff stuff like that. you love him. Oh, great. You're not doing anything. He's you are over he's overrated. He's overrated as a quarterback. I mean, Devontae Adams is is must be saying to himself, what the heck did I get myself into? Because this team is this team is bad. This team is bad. Coaching bad right Right. now. Coaching is phenomenally bad. So I I can't you know is it better when you look at the Raiders you you can in confidence go up to the window and say give me Las Vegas plus three against Denver no can't do it can't do it and yeah when we get off of this I bet Denver and the Raiders under they're not it's not gonna happen it's not gonna happen so there you go. This is your first pick on the Hawthorne effect. Yeah, so yeah, exactly. Uh, <laughs> but I agree with you 100%. I agree with you 100%. You can't, yeah. you, you can form a relationship with the players, but you have to give them on the field a way to win games. And right, right. now, that staff's not doing it. Staff's not doing it. So bad pick. Totally bad pick.
0: You know, and if, if you live in the past, you die in the past. But yeah. I think Belashi. Reed and Carroll have structural advantages where they know to develop, <coughs> depth, right? Yep. He's not—he's not developing depth. No, he's not. He's not, not, not. even—he's not, even, not letting guys get off the field and get a
1: cup of water. You know, he cut Abrams because Abrams struggled in the game. That's why he cut him because he struggled in the game and he benched him. Right. So we said, I'm done with you. See you later. You you're cut. Well, guys can't, guys can't have a bad game? I mean, come on, really? Everybody has a bad game. Everybody makes a bad pick. Everybody has, has a bad day. It happens. Get over it.
0: And if Get you're building it. a championship team and you're an NFL team that you have money, you demote him. Yep. You say, okay, you're not getting many minutes. You, instead of being my starting corner, you're now a nickel corner.
1: Exactly. You
0: know, and Perfect. you have depth and you have depth and the other guy gets hurt. He comes in. He was, he played before. Now he has a chip on his shoulder because he wants his job back. All right, so that was a Vegas game and you have to, you know, you have to spend time and you have to talk to other people about it because it's yeah. a strange situation. Right. You got a you got a, a coach from the street and you got a coach who should be fired only there for nepotism, right? He's getting millions of dollars and they're lying to you on TV about these people. <laughs> you know, make trying so to make only,
1: it seem normal. That's the only reason McDaniels still has a job with the Raiders because of the money. It's right. the only reason. Right. buyout.
0: Yep, good job by his agent making it a, a high buyout. Absolutely, absolutely. Uh, another game that was strange, right? Is the Rams? I mean, the Rams have no. You say, Oh, the Rams just have a seven billion dollar stadium owned by the Walton family, 23 billion. Yep. Uh, how do they have no money, right? Because the owner got busted for fraud for lying to the city of San Louis, had to pay 800 million dollars. He's cheap to begin with, nobody has lower labor costs than Walmart, right? They, they get in trouble. For paying people very little money. And the owners of Walmart, he married the Walmart heir. So the Rams have no money for backups. Guy gets hurt. They're not replacing him. They're bringing guys from the street. Guy Chad got hurt. Would probably be on the Rams pretty soon. Guy uh, got
1: hurt. I'm just telling you. Guy got hurt uh, this week.
0: Oh, yeah. Uh, everybody got hurt. Stafford said might never play again. Uh, Cooper Cup is hurt. Done
1: for the season. He's Having ankle oh, surgery today. Yep. Okay. They're in desperate trouble.
0: Van Van Jefferson. They never said what's wrong with him. Is it his knee? Is it mental health issues? Nothing. He's just not playing well. Who's the best receiver now? Sporadic. I don't even know his name. Spotnik. Uh, I don't know. I don't even know this guy's name. He's probably the best receiver on the round right now. In can't, all, honesty,
1: we come, in all honesty, we're gonna cut you wanna know the truth. Yeah, go ahead. Allen? Robinson, and he's well, done zero this year. Zero.
0: He's a good possession receiver for five. Yes, he days.
1: is. Yes, he is. He is. I agree. But,
0: but he's a game breaker.
1: <laughs> Which, you're right. I, Any fantasy play person that's watching this podcast, right. go pick up Ben Skoranek because Josh is right. He's going to get right. major run now. So, right. um, yeah, the Rams are the Rams are in serious trouble here. I don't yeah. know if they're gonna win the game the rest of the year to be honest with you. Uh, I, I uh this is this was a bad pick. we picked the we were we on the Rams or the Cardinals? Uh
0: that both that game. Uh we picked the under 42. I think it was a bad pick. Uh what was the final of that game?
1: 27 10.
0: 27-10. All right, so we picked that right. We, so we, we, we hit 40. the under. Yeah. Yeah. So I marked that one incorrectly. Colt,
1: Colt McCoy is equipped, a better equipped backup than uh, John was. Right.
0: And we said there on the live stream, we said that Colt McCoy is a better quarterback for that offense. than um,
1: Kyla Murray. Right. And it showed. And it showed. I mean, they scored 27 points. They looked really good on offense. James Conner was really good Sunday running the ball um yeah I, I i would have a feeling that kyler is gonna get another week off because <laughs> the coach is gonna say rest we don't need you rest right. get healthy 100 healthy right. and right. for the rams for the rams lights out forget it they're not right. a team the rest of the year there's no doubt about it right. there's no doubt about it so that'll give you the trend for us for the rest of the year i think so
0: uh, Green Bay, Dallas. Um, oh. I I picked Green Bay. Uh, really, it's almost like the Carolina pick where you have yeah. to go to uh, uh, return to the mean type of situation where Dallas is trending one way, Green Bay is trending the other way. It's at Green Bay. Yeah. Uh, you made a good point about McCarthy going back, getting revenge. So there was almost like revenge in that game um, for him. And, you know, he went for it on fourth down, his own territory. He did all kinds of stuff. His team was ready to play. Um, You could tell that they had a special game plan for this because they did not want to lose another home game. So they had things that Dallas wasn't prepared for. Right. And it became clear, you know, for the untrained nine I might not see this, but it became clear that Aaron Rodgers is calling all the plays. Yeah. Yeah. Did LaFleur yeah. suggest what plays to run? And it's kind of fake when they're like bringing in the plays all fake. Uh Rogers already pre-planned. They have a script to begin the 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 game, you know, 15 to 25 plays. After that, it's yeah. uh, LaFleur making suggestions and then uh, Rodgers Deciding what play to run, they'll get. You know, the floor is going to suggest two plays: a running play and a passing play. And Rogers is going to go to the line, communicate with the receivers and whoever the offensive of line, and do what he wants. What do you think, Scott? I, I, I got it right. I got both sides right. You and Chad had Dallas minus five
1: early in that game, and Dallas was playing really, really well. They were uh, they were hitting on all cylinders. They were um, they were playing with a purpose, which was to get McCarthy to win in Green Bay and stuff like that. And then right. something just happened in the game, where Green Bay started catching fire. Then rookie wide receiver went completely off against Dallas, right. and you knew as that game got into the fourth quarter, I, I knew that I, I was kicking myself because Dallas was not winning that game or covering. And sure enough, it happened. They went to overtime. Green Bay wins it. So, to me, it's a it's a bad pick because I, i to in the first part of the game. I was like, "This is a great pick." Dallas Dallas is playing really well. They're uh, they're gonna they should win this game going away. And then, like I said, Aaron Rodgers said, "Tired of losing. We're not losing to Dallas at home." Mike McCarthy's not coming in here and winning against me. I'm gonna show him, and he did. And Aaron Rodgers had the chip on his shoulder, and that's when he's most dangerous. When he has that, so right to, to me, it well, was. He got, a, McCarthy it. Fire. he got McCarthy fire. Yes, he did. Yeah, he did. So to me, it was a bad pick again. I, I, you know, I just overestimated all the, the little nuances that when we going into the game. I listened to the Dallas players all week long, press conference wise, and interview wise, and all this other stuff, and. You know, Dalton Schultz showed up. CeeDee Lamb showed up. Dak had a really good first quarter and a half. And then all of a sudden, Green Bay said, "Eh, nah, ain't happening. And they started playing really well. So, um, you know, maybe this, again, as we talked about earlier, Tampa Bay has been spurred by that Rams win last week. And they're playing much, much better. Maybe Green Bay is going to, this win against Dallas will spur them on to play a lot better and they'll go on a nice little win streak here and, yeah, you would
0: well, you know this. Uh and I need to be paying more attention to this. Is this the first time Sammy Watkins has been out there?
1: Uh no, he's played I think he's played three or four games. Okay. But if, he has not guy? factored in. But yeah. I think he's taking the wide receiver room, you know, being the veteran, him and right. the design. They're in the wide receiver room, and they're, you know, they're talking it up. And that's right. invaluable. And that's invaluable. Because I feel like this he, has
0: to be like that because it, it's owned by the city. So they they, yeah. they can't pay for too many uh assistant coaches. The young coach is being embarrassed and humiliated by the starting quarterback. Yeah, so he has no authority to 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 pump anybody up because they're like, Man, you're a joke, man. You're letting I don't want to let anybody talk to me like that, and you're letting Aaron Rodgers talk to you like that. So he, he doesn't that authority in the locker room so you need yep. a sammy watkins people like that it needs to be play a run team like an nba team right, right. play run team all right Yep. And watson right watson had four receptions for 107 yards three touchdowns that, that compliments they would they ran the ball so the fact that these two teams have legit defensive line legit front sevens yeah but in this situation both teams, they were are looking at this from a purely sports betting standpoint to make yeah. money on these games every week. Yep. Uh, Cowboys had 5.1 yards to carry, and Green Bay have 5.3 yards to carry. Now, analyzing Dallas, what do you think about this? I thought it was a mistake getting rid of Amari Cooper.
1: Yeah. No,
0: because no. I don't think CeeDee Lamb Lam- Lam can't do everything, and then you got Dallas Shorts. Your tight end, yeah, your Hawkinson type, and then you have Michael Gallup, who well, I see more as a running back type. Uh, but he, he have th- those are your receivers. You need an Amari Cooper there, or a Amari Cooper type guy like that to get your possession receptions.
1: They put they put their eggs in pre offseason in Michael Gallup. Right. For whatever reason, they didn't they. At the end of the last year, Jerry Jones was saying Amari Cooper's out of here. He's not coming back. We're going to try to trade him. Whatever, for whatever reason, they did that. But they're much, much more explosive offense with Lamb and Cooper than they are with Lamb and Gallup. Because right. Cooper is that veteran that can take the attention away from Lamb and have Lamb be a one-on-one receiver. And Lamb will be much, much better, but he doesn't have that guy on the other side. The second right. guy in the receiving game is Dalton Schultz, the tight end. And tight ends are not usually explosive, they're very lumbering. Catch the ball, get right. tackled two yards after they catch it. So to me, he needs Amari Cooper. I, I would I would think that if they're six and six and three, you know, they lost this game, to six and three. Um you know, they're, they're lucky that the Eagles lost last night. I don't know if we're going to get to that game, but. Yeah. Um, that's but a, I just think Amari Cooper would, would make this team a complete team. Right. So that's my thought on that.
0: Yeah, no, because uh, Gallup doesn't have the body. No, he does not. For he that inside, Julio Jones, you know, Amari Cooper,
1: inside,
0: you need to get a first down when yeah. they're stacking the box. Yep, you can't go to C.D. Lamb and never play. C.D. Lamb's your game breaker. You need a, a good possession receiver who can take a shot and kind of be big. And Michael Gallup is not that guy. Absolutely,
1: right? agree.
0: Uh, we all got this one wrong. Bad pick or bad luck. San Francisco minus seven against the Chargers. I say that's bad luck. They, they had that all the way. But uh, Shanahan tried to do his best, Andy Reid, not to cover. That's why we don't pick Andy Reid or uh, what's-his-face, uh, Hardball Because they don't cover uh, big spreads because they do this. They do this. And it's arrogance, and it bites him in the face in the playoffs. Because yep. you can get away with this with the Chargers, whatever. But in the playoffs, you're not going to get – this is probably a loss in the playoffs, him trying to play it so safe. Yeah. Like he... Bringing Robbie Gould out there. you do that in the playoffs against a
1: good team, they're going to go right down the field. Boom, you lost. That's, that was that was my exact first thought, okay? They played Green Bay last year, did the same exact thing last year. Kicked a field goal, Green Bay came down the field and scored and won the game. Right. Okay, that's number one. Right. Number two, you have Christian McCaffrey. You're not using him to his full extent. Debo Samuel's a really good wide receiver. You're not using them to its full extent. At least they didn't in this game. I don't know if that'll change, but to me, you're not doing a good coaching job if you're not involving McCaffrey and Debo in the offense.
0: Well, then you're thinking short-term businessman. Agree. Long-term, but he's saving these plays for division games in the playoffs. Yes. I'm not going to show one of my good red zone plays. Because I can kick a field goal and still win. That was very, very arrogant. Like you said, it bit him. That lost to Green Bay. But to your point, you got McCaffrey. You got Debo Samuel. You got a good offensive line. Your dad won two Super Bowls. Yeah. You yourself have been well trained by Gruden, by Andy Reid. You yep. yourself got the Atlanta Falcons to the Super Bowl as an offensive yep. coordinator. You yep. got the 49ers to the Super Bowl as a uh, off the score. You have enough red zone plays. Give me a good one here to win the
1: game. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and to be honest with you, okay, they're a game behind Seattle. Okay? I get that. They can't afford to lose games or take any chance to lose games because you want to make the playoffs. There's a lot of teams clustered in this group now with them. Don't take any chances. Put your best players on the field. You can't think long term right now. You have to think in the short term. I have to win this game right. to get where I want to go. And to me, he didn't give his team the best chance to win game, win the game Sunday night. Yes, yeah, two hundred red zone plays that are good. Yeah, and then you have your field goal kick. Come on, kick a field goal, and you to only go up six points. Right, the Chargers could have very easily took a kickoff, ran it back to the fifty yard line, and gone down and scored a touchdown and won the game. Don't give them the chance to do that. Score the touchdown, game's over. Boom, late in the game. Instead, right. he 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 went to conservative Kyle Shanahan. And, and to oh, me, I don't want,
0: yeah, I don't want Pete Carroll and everybody else to have on film. Yeah. But I can't. Yeah. You, you got two hundred, you got two hundred red zone plays, uh, Kyle Shanahan. You don't need to do this. But again, it's power. I think deep inside is like I want to have the power to make this crazy
1: decision. Yep. And F
0: the fans.
1: Exactly. Because yeah, that's-, that's exactly the way I thought about it when I when I was watching that game. I was like, he's he's putting the double bird up to the fans saying, Screw you, I know what I'm doing. I'm better than you. I'm high, high almighty Kyle Shannon. Exactly. Champion. My dad's uh, My dad's his? a Super Bowl champion, two time yeah. Super Bowl champion. I, I know what I'm doing. You guys
0: have I know it. what I'm doing. I'm rich, you're poor. F you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that was that decision you have to do that. I don't care if you're in a job. Uh, you got to be able to analyze why people make decisions and then get ahead of it. Yeah. Like uh, Elon Musk says, right? You get to the truth and then you can predict outcomes. Yeah. We don't have the resources he does. We can get close to the truth, analyzing the way people think, right? Because yep. nothing new under the sun. We've seen this movie before. We just have to Absolutely. organize it to anticipate the next step and get like we did uh, last week. I got to do our number to the, I did not wrong. I don't have Jason redo it, but really consensus picks that we get into the last game, consensus picks were 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12, 13, 14, 15, 16, 17, 18, 19, 20, 21, 22, 23, and one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, 23 nine. Which people say, oh, you, you can't do that. No. Well, we're doing it here. Yeah. So 23 divided into 32 is
1: 71% consensus picks. Damn. Damn. 2% off. <laughs> but that's pretty good. Man. Yeah. That's, yeah. 70 That's what we've been. Take my that's what we've been shooting for right since the year started is we want to get to seventy percent. Right. And sure enough we did. We did it. So that's a lot
0: of money. That's a lot of money. Because you let's say uh with me it's a thousand right dollars. Yep. So take twenty-three so people understand the math. That's nine fifty ish, right? Well nine fifty is the average. That's twenty one thousand eight hundred and fifty dollars up. Then you take the nine losses, which is nine thousand dollars, and it is twelve thousand eight hundred fifty dollars. That's a great check. I was I was up to fifteen, but then you have to tip the proxy in Vegas. Well, then when we're in Vex, I, I don't have to tip a proxy, but I don't know if I want to walk around with all that cash. <laughs> Just have a check being sent. <laughs> so you're saying, oh, I don't have a thousand dollars like you, Josh. Well, geez, you bet fifty. You bet hundred. Yeah. the hundred dollar bettors right were one thousand two hundred dollar profit yeah it's,
1: that's
0: a lot of money for bidding 100 bucks a game and absolutely then, right so
1: fifty dollar bettors are up what seven hundred dollars you know what you, you bet 50 you get up 700 you bet 60 70 and you get up more money and then all of a sudden you'll be able to bet the 500 Seven fifty thousand. I mean, Chad. That doesn't bet a thousand every game. No, I don't bet a thousand every game. You know, some games I bet fifty, some games I bet a hundred. Just depends. So, but then I, I start betting more because the bank, bank roll is growing. It's right. a separate. And then you start betting more, and then and that's how you do it. You don't blow it all in one week. You just bet it. You know, you have some in the bank account. More money comes in.
0: Each week, and then one week yep. you're fifty percent, sixty percent. You're yep. still at profit if you're using our system, right? And your bankroll grows and grows. And then the other part of it is, I think, might be the most important part. Well, that creates stability, right? And then your significant other, wife, or wherever, they know what's going on. They're like, "Oh, you got your regular job. You got your regular savings. You got all this thing going on. This extra money here." I'm going to buy X and Y Z. Yep. Yep. You and I haven't fortunate, right? You and I have not suffered from inflation. Because whatever extra had to be paid has been paid through this. Right? Yeah. One yep. way the podcast pays for itself. And cool. the last component might be the most important that I forgot to mention is the mental health part. of it Because I, I'm thinking about it too. Before I, you know, kind of perfected the uh, the system, and then hey, you should do a podcast, share the system with people. Uh, I would have my profit, and I would throw in a parlay here and there. And this is what used to happen: it was a bad Sunday night game, and I'm watching a movie with that. And back in my mind, I'm like, I just made ten thousand dollars, but I did a stupid parlay for fifty bucks. It, what's going on in the Sunday night game, right? Guy misses the field goal, and I'm like, damn, I missed my $50 parlay, but I made 10000 today. And mm. I'm still upset. I'm upset yep. about the $50 parlay. You know, yep. Whatever. So I'm like, for my mental health. <laughs> Let me not parlay. Let me not tease anything. And I don't care. You know, I don't care about one game. I laugh. Sometimes I root against myself. I'm like, oh, I bet the Patriots. Uh, I bet the Patriots. Now I'm really against myself because I want the Patriots to lose. I don't because I bet equal amounts on each game, and that yeah. particular game wasn't the end-all,
1: be-all. Yeah, is a tough to do because you you very rarely cash in on them. I mean, we can't. Well,
0: you're talk adding about example,
1: but yeah, you're adding it. You're adding a huge variable to it. Not just a. Not just a. All right, I picked the Patriots straight out. That's the only team I picked. I picked the Jets, that's the only team I picked. But whatever. With exactly. a Palais, all the have to come in. You can't win 4 out of 5, you have to win 5 out of 5. And that and that's a tough tough ask for anybody to win but 5. And in finance, uh, when you
0: add, you're supposed to eliminate variables and co variables. Exactly. What you want, and the variable people miss is your mental health. Yep. I I, I, and I and I'm the biggest culprit of that. I've been out at the casino with have them sending me a ten thousand dollar check with two thousand dollars in my pocket to go have dinner, have fun, and I miss a fifty dollar parlay that would have paid a thousand dollars. And I'm at dinner and I'm upset. I'm not happy with the seventeen thousand yeah. a day. I'm yeah. upset about the one parlay that didn't hit.
1: That's so exactly I, what it is. is. is it exactly I eliminated
0: that because I'm irrational too. Talking about predictions, I'm irrational.
1: That's exactly what it is, is, is you don't remember the wins, you remember the loss. <laughs> and that's the huge thing.
0: That's a huge thing. My versus going four out of five, eight out of ten, 16 out of 20. Yep. Right? You're happy, you have money in your pocket, and you're enjoying your life. Last right. game was the Philadelphia game, which we, got, we monetized because it's got I never would have thought about this. Scott been all over this all year was you got to listen, right? That's what God gave you two years. And one. No, listen, Scott said that Philadelphia got out the big leads and didn't cover second half lines. And I think this is going to be the fourth week in a row mm-hmm. where we, yeah. uh, take care of this and Washington plus 11 second half line, uh, historically you almost bet it blind you don't you have to read the washington post like i did read the philadelphia Inquirer, like i did look at twitter twitter's a great resource right and we're adding to that resource Yeah. twitter our twitter profiles yeah. I, I retweet what scott says and tweets um yeah i'm retweeting retweet. yeah we got great information on our twitter feed. twitter feed yeah. is currency you make money following us looking at twitter which who's making you money right and yep. this recession inflation uh so double digit dog in the division now goes to 4-0 this year last year was about 500. this year 4-0 so that's i looked at it i said with all things being equal big game for washington kind of proving they're not tanking yep. <laughs> yeah right yep. It's and return to the mean. Uh, n- no team in the NFL right now. Scott's right. There's a lot of mediocrity in the NFL. No team in the NFL is really that good this year. Uh right. Yep. Including the Philadelphia Eagles. Uh, yep. Jalen Hurts hasn't proven anything to me yet. So I wish he, he would. He hasn't. Uh, he never. Remember, he got pulled out of the championship game against Georgia. Yep. Then when he comes back to Oklahoma, he gets blown out. So he's never really legitimately, you know, NFL games, teams have four built-in wins. He's been running a lot. I don't see him. I mean him to sit back in the pocket, quickly read a defense and deliver the ball. Other than these design plays where his receivers from Alabama, either A.J. Brown or Devontae Smith are wide open, right? That's what he did in college, fine. Um. But things being equal, he's not gonna make me money just with that. Right. In situations like this where things are not, you know, things are not all equal, uh, Washington is trying to prove they're not tanking. Haneke was benched because he's the better quarterback than Carson Wentz. And Carson Wentz gave him a better opportunity to lose. <laughs> See, this is the opposite of what you hear on TV. Oh, this guy gives us the best opportunity to lose. No. It's been proven in court. Everybody knows it. Schneider doesn't have any money. He's very cheap. He was pimping out the cheerleaders. He was acting like a mobster because you got to think: How did he get that bank loan with the money? It must have been some sort of mafia, right? Right of his own mouth, right? So, yeah, I that was Washington plus eleven. We got that second half line. What we all got wrong was the under forty-four, and I think. Unlike San Francisco, I think that was a bad pick on my part. Uh, this is a division game. Uh, the totals forty-four. The average is forty-five of an NFL game. I think Vegas kind of priced that, trying to get people to go in the under. Yeah, I mean, it was probably going to go over the average was forty-five. What do you think?
1: Yeah, it was a bad pick because if you remember the last game, it was twenty-four eight was the final. Right. That wasn't going to happen again. Number one. Number two is hitting the second half line for us is a, is a trend with Philadelphia that we we've, we've seen for basically the whole year and more so the last four weeks. Now right. last night, now last night we we got lucky to hit that second half line because Washington scored that touchdown at the end and that right. put it over the second. But you got to be lucky sometimes rather than good. And but- for us. It's the, the Miami team second half line and the Eagles second half line. And that's that's what we've built some of our wins on. And they're are good. Five and with,
0: with uh think them sometimes for five hundred last year. We've revisited this year and we're five and out with uh yeah. Florida second half lines, you know, your Jacksonville, Miami right. for sure, uh Global Warming. <laughs> second yeah. half
1: lines, we're five and out and and keep in mind the other thing with the double-digit dogs that I'll I'll mention is this. When those teams are division games and playing the team for the second time and got embarrassed the first time, right? There is almost no chance that team is gonna get embarrassed twice in a year. Exactly. Against a division foe. Even so in when, the NBA. Even in the NBA, even in the NBA. So when you look at lines and you see Dallas is playing, say, the Giants, and Dallas won by 17 the first time, and it's a 10- t- to 12-point spread, the Giants are probably going to cover that because they're not going to want to get embarrassed again by Dallas. So right. I'm not saying it happened the first time. I'm just using that as an example. Right. So for us, it was nobody else had Washington. Okay. You no, know, I didn't see anybody that picked Washington to win the game. Not right. Not only win the game, We'll cover the spread everybody's right. on philadelphia right. Said, right we go the other way when that happens we go the other way and, it, and it, it works it's a tried and true trend so take advantage of it when it presents itself because it will again this year there's no doubt about it so
0: 100 100 and we were only seven to six i thought maybe bison did get it field goal to cover it so i'm gonna disagree a little bit i don't think it was bad luck or or good luck that we got lucked out. I think there was a strong possibility. We consider everything that Washington was going to cover that second half line because if they yeah. would have kicked the field goal, they would have, it would have been, um, they would have won the half nine to seven.
1: Yeah. So, for me, when I saw Washington up twenty to fourteen, I don't know. who said Washington's gonna win the game. Right. I also said that Washington's going to cover the second half spread. Why? Because Philadelphia was struggling the whole game. They've struggled the last two weeks big right. time. Houston right. and this game. They've struggled. Right. Jalen Hurts is a decent NFL quarterback, not a good or great quarterback.
0: Not yet. Not yet. Not yet. And that. We're quarterback? Quarterback. not I mean, the No, but he's just he, not an elite guy that, with all things being considered, you're going to put money on.
1: He's in the Lamar Jackson mold right now. Right. We talked about it last year. Lamar was not a good quarterback last year because he d- could not read defenses. Right. Jalen Hurts going through the same exact thing right now. So keep that in mind when you're when you're betting. You know, go don't go gaga over Jalen Hurts because sometimes, you know, like last night doesn't pay off. So.
0: Okay. So. Yes, we're we're lucky, fortunate, and good. That we've gotten ourselves to this position yep. where we have eight weeks to go in the last three weeks. We're at a very, very high percentage, over 59% where you could live in Vegas. We're making yep. a significant amount of money uh, to pay bills and to progress here in our lives. But we're sharing mm-hmm. the information with people. and We got eight weeks to go. To uh, really, really make a lot of significant amount of money, yeah. nothing lasts forever, man. They might not let us do this forever. <laughs> <laughs> but this year, right now, they're letting us do it. So what final words on Hawthorne effect as we go into picking the games
1: tomorrow? Here's here's what I like. We're starting to put pressure on ourselves to to succeed at a high level, which is right, which is phenomenal, which I love. Right. So you know we've had a. Good three weeks, but the work's still not done yet. We're still not to the finish line. So, I'm, um, you know, wish Chad was here. You know, we miss Chad, of course, on the Hawthorne Effect. This is his favorite podcast, as is mine. Um, right. We go into tomorrow night. You know, we can have another strong week. We get, we can get that percentage up near 60, 67, 68% for the year, not right. just for the week, for the year. And that's phenomenal. It's absolutely phenomenal. So everybody out there
0: <laughs> it's so phenomenal that people in I started podcast said numbers like that. Many people said, No, that's impossible. You can't do that. You're full of shit. No, no, no. You can't. But no. well, we're showing it.
1: it. Right. I'm enjoying I'm enjoying this now. It's great. Um, you know, watch this, then tune in at nine thirty Eastern, six thirty Pacific time for our podcast tomorrow night where we can we can bring you home some more money. So
0: Yeah, and people listen to this all around the world. And Ukraine can't do as well as doing against Russia by itself, right? And Russia thought that the West couldn't collaborate. Because And right. as we go through this next uh, six weeks, we have each other's backs. We know how each other's thinking. We yep. learn from mistakes that something crazy happens. I know Scott and Chad has some things, right? They're dialing up and vice versa, right? Yep. <laughs> yep. they, 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 they know that, hey, Josh might not be right on every pick, but he did read the newspaper of those days <laughs> before. Going on. And he did his research before he came up with that opinion, right? Yeah. And historically, yeah. we we get a high percentage and we have fun doing it, right? For the mental health aspect. But it's business. You mm-hmm. give one, you always get 10 back. You always do. Not philanthropy or religion. That's why Winston Churchill said, Zelensky said, Oh, it's the beginning of the end, right? That's what Winston Churchill said. Winston Churchill said, You make a living from your labor, but you make a life from what you give. Thank you for listening to the ESPC Podcast Network. All right, that stream is off. The is, uh...
1: That's why this one goes cost $800 and that goes 200 her. And I don't know what that cost, I'm just shaking the words, That's why I wear the shoes and roll my butt and I can eliminate stuff down here a mile long.